Good morning. I want to thank you for once again joining us as we continue our study in the Gospel of Mark. Um, we are going to be covering Mark chapters 11 and 12 today, and we are starting Act 3 of the Gospel of Mark. I will take just a moment to remind you again that Mark wrote this Gospel with one question and answer in mind. Uh, who is this Jesus? And the answer is He is the Son of God. In fact, he explores that question and answer all through the first act of the Gospel of Mark. The first act is in chapters 1 through 8, really about the, the midway point of chapter 8. Act 2, like we looked at yesterday, is a time when Mark says, well, now who did the disciples believe Jesus to be? And they understood Him rightly to be the Christ, the Son of God. They understood the answer to that question. What they didn't get was the nature of His kingdom and how He would bring His kingdom about. And so, as we continue our study this morning, we're going to dive into chapter 11. And the main question of Act 3, which is chapters 11 through 16, it will finish up the Gospel of Mark. The main question there is, what is the nature of the kingdom of God? What is the nature of, of, of the kingdom that Christ is going to bring to pass? And we see that there's always been this confusion about what is Jesus going to do with all this power? What is Jesus going to do with all the things He can accomplish? And there's this idea that, that, uh, that perhaps he should, he should use it in a military way. Perhaps he should be made by force to be uh, the king over this time. But Jesus has a very different way of ushering in the kingdom. And we really see that as we start in chapter 11 of, uh, of, of the Gospel of Mark. We see him... Coming into Jerusalem, this is going to be what we know as the triumphal entry. It's Palm Sunday. It's the Sunday right before Jesus is going to be killed on that Friday. And it says, When they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethpage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of His disciples and said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and will send it back there immediately. And they went away and found a colt tied at a door outside in the street, and they untied it. And some of the standing said to them, What are you doing untying the colt? And they told them what Jesus had said, and they let them go. They brought the colt to Jesus. They threw their cloaks on it, and He sat on it. Jesus rides this colt into Jerusalem. He rides this this donkey in. And this is a very humble kind of an entry. We know it is a triumphal entry because of the worship that went on for Jesus during that time by His followers. But understand, He's walking in, or He's going, not walking in, He's riding in humbly in a position that I'm not coming in on a white horse with a sword raised to the sky. Rather, He's coming in and Jesus has a very different agenda ahead of Him. We know that He's coming in to die to be crucified. But the disciples, even though they've been told that, they didn't understand it. So what is the nature of His kingdom right now? And as we see it, it's humble. And it's coming in to serve. 
We see the triumphal entry. Later on in chapter 11, we see uh, that he goes into the temple and he cleanses it. He overturns the tables of the money changers and he declares that it is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. He clears it out and we understand that the kingdom of God is through the person of Christ as he's going in there to Jerusalem this week, it's humble and it's zealous for the things of God. It's not zealous for the things of the world. If you move over into chapter 12, uh, in verse 13, they sent to him some of the Pharisees, some of the Herodians, to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And so they brought him one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. So Jesus is not concerned with the affairs or the petty kingdoms of this world. Jesus was coming humbly, and he's zealous for the things of God. He wasn't coming to overthrow Caesar or to conquer the Romans. He wasn't coming for those things. Rather, he was coming to die. He was coming to bring about salvation and to bring about a kingdom that was less about the where and the wins. And it was more about it was more about the eternal. And it was more about the totality of accomplishment. And so that's what we see in our reading this morning. We see what kind of kingdom is this? Well, it's humble. It's zealous for the things of God and it's not of this world. But it is a kingdom that Christ was sent into the world to establish. So I hope you've enjoyed uh, our reading, our study this morning, and I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.